What's going on, everyone? How you doing? It's that Halo time once again here on the Cryptum with me, your host, Mike, or MH Cosplay. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I am so happy to be back. So happy to get down to it because we got some down and dirty good stuff coming in tonight. So, what we're going to be doing, you're listening to episode four of the Cryptum, kicking around in the sandbox. So, you know how it goes. We're going to get right down to the nitty-gritty with the Halo news. So Sketch announced earlier in the week, before we got the big drop, about they're looking at monthly, near the end of the month, uh, like uh, Thursday for sure, last Thursday of the month, you're going to be getting Halo news. You're going to get that infinite quality goodness. And that's what we want. That's what I was so pumped to see. And, of course, as you all know, Thursday, we got the news about Halo Infinite, and I actually am talking about that today on the podcast. That's what the episode's about. We're talking about the sandbox of Halo Infinite with that lovely sandbox team that came in, and they talked about what their favorites were, what they're looking forward to, and how they're there for us, the Halo community. So we're going to kick it off from there. Now, MCC also got its update on Wednesday for Season 5. What's that going to mean for us? We got some new armors. We got some new you know, seasonal challenges, more challenges. So go out there, get your GR, you know, GDR or GRD. I keep getting mixed up all the time now. And we're looking at that. It's, you know, you got the Gen 1 so-called Anvil Station Armor. There's a little bit of lore that came in with that too in the MCC update. They released on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, when this news came out. And we're looking at just an overall aspect to what we're getting, you know, gave a little bit of information on each armor, gave a little lore behind the armor, um, giving us credibility to the canon of Anvil Station and these armor sets that are now in Halo MCC that the El Dorito team made uh, way back then for Halo Online. So now what we're going to be looking at is these are lore, these are canon. In my book, they're Gen 1 versions of Gen 2 armor because they're on the Mjolnir Marks, uh, Mark 6 Gen 1 armor. I'm still not cool with it in some aspects. I think some of the designs are really awful. But, you know, it's kind of nice to actually have this kind of stuff again coming back out because 343 has been more tentative about these things. Going on in multiplayer this weekend, well, this week, sorry, uh, Halo 5, you're going to get Roaming King and Warzone Turbo. This might be like Turbo Tester. And Dust Storm, if you're listening, no, I'm not stealing it from you guys. I always think of that too when I hear Turbo Warzone. And MCC, it is the one, the only, the Rocket Race. Get on your mongoose and your buddy and go kick some ass. Because what's better than getting thrown around a map that you can't die by a rocket launcher? So much fun. So you're going to get that probably in Halo 3, Halo Reach, and I believe Halo 4 had some. Halo 4 me wasn't the best. but Now we're coming into the inside, the 405th side of things. So you know how it goes. Uh, you're a 405th member. You're posting up in the Discord. I'm going to choose from the Discord because it's easier than scouring through our forums. It's kind of a pain. Um, Short Stack, she posted up in painting about her discerning the detail work and the caution sign, or with a little caution mark on her um, scout helmet from Halo Reach. Sorry, I forgot the word. Uh, that It's looking good. She's having little problems with getting some understanding, but you know what? That's what the community's there for. We jumped right in. We helped her out. She's actually, I think, going right back at it, trying to get it done. Turbo Charizard, the man. The TurboTastic one himself dropped his secret project recently with a 95% completion, he said. That was earlier. He's probably getting close to being done. This is the mega load of ODST armor, and I mean mega. It is everything from the... Uh, I'm forgetting the word. Oh, from the update we had last year from Onishek for the rookie cosplay guide. He actually has gone in, modeled almost every single piece, and has now put it into files. Eventually, he's going to have one probably for sale on hit. I don't know if they're going to be for free or for sale. I've heard bundles. I'm not turbo. I'm not asking questions. I'm excited, and I'm waiting for it. Right now, though, this is the most high def I've seen of any ODST modeling out there, and it is gorgeous. If you have gone and seen his Halo Reach ODST helmet, and I have the file too. It's very well done. 
very well detailed. It's a gorgeous helmet, uh, it, and he does amazing work with it. So definitely, if you're a 405th member looking to build an ODST, keep your eye on that. It's in the forums, too, so you can just follow along with every little update he's doing, and this stuff, <laughs> guys and gals, looks great. really does. I, I'm... I'm personally looking forward to it for when I update my ODST. I might be having some printed parts now compared to all foam. But you know what? Same time, I was thinking about a hybrid suit. So that's all right. <laughs> McStebby, too? I can't really read it too well. Um, McSta. I'll just say McSta. They went and printed off a Halo 4 operator helmet. Uh, they're a little upset because they, they got the asset of the operator helmet. Well, there's not many, you know, Halo 4, Halo 5 in the community is not really that big for the 405th. So we don't have a lot of the assets polished up or refined or remade. Um, certain people like um, most Mo has been redoing it. Uh, Chernobyl has pulled some files and fixed them up for herself. You know, it, it's just how we kind of are. We're not huge fans, but we will still accommodate for Halo 4 and 5. Um, but I'll tell you what, though, it's sweet nonetheless. I actually helped unfold, well, I broke down a Halo 5 operator armor for a friend. So it's been kind of, it's cool to see these files finally getting some attention. Uh, Valhalla, Till Valhalla is working on his Halo 3 SMG. More than likely going to be the silenced one, being he's got an ODST armor. Lord Hood has printed out the M45. If you don't know what the M45 is, it is the Halo Reach, you know, clack, the shotgun. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he's printed that. It's actually getting there pretty well. It's uh, come a long way on the commission. I think he's at the pump right now currently, which is pretty cool. Angus. Angus the man. The studly avocado himself. Is messing around with the uh, LED cosplay eyes you can buy off, like, Amazon or any generic place. And a wish, I think, even. Um, trying to see about how they can we can print them out for any... Like the Halo Reach armor for the LEDs, you have the three-tab one there. You have them along the ribs, on the front. I, I know what he, his possible idea is. I mean, that's what my assumption is, so don't take it as factual. Um, but it's pretty cool that he's going to be working that out. Um, Smelms, the foam god himself, showed off some detail work. And from the stomach section, I believe, for his Halo Reach Linda. Oh my gosh, that thing is oh, pure gold. Pure gold. I, I'm blown away by it. Adka, our buddy, our pal, the guy we talk about every week because he is an unfolding master. Um, to start that off, he actually created in the forums. We have a forum. Well, if you join the 405th.com and go online... We have a forum section, which is our main source of contacts, themes, tutorials, and any other build thread on there where you, too, can join and make your own character. I had to do that for Akka. <laughs> um, no, he actually put up on there for unfolding, and it's pretty cool. He has, like, uh, right now he has the Fortnite Chief, so the Fortnite Infinite Chief is in there. The Mark Seven helmet that Mo modeled. We actually have a foam version of that now, so if you want to make a foam helmet of that, check it out. It's in the forums. All you gotta do is join up. He is also almost done with the Mini Chief. He's been painting it. I Painting it. I believe he's actually pretty much done. I think he has clear coat left. I talked to him the other day, and it's kind of like escaping me on the final step. Our buddy, our ODST brethren, Crimson Viper, is slowly perfecting his tier 3 suit. Um, he wants tier 3 ODST, and he is going all out. He's been putting googly eyes on the forearms. He's been working on the panel lining and the suit itself. You know, it's been mm, looking really, 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 really good. Benton, my officer in the Colonial Regiment, my fellow buddy in my reg, he actually found some pretty sweet gloves recently for the Halo Reach builds. And um, he had the Amazon link in the Discord. They're mostly sold out, but we're all looking around them. Um, Rosebud actually went to Walmart and saw one of the battery-charged kids' toy trucks. Yeah, it was on sale. She bought it. So she's making a mini Warthog. 
So, you know, she might be rocking around in her TikToks or videos, whatever that could be, in a mini warthog. It's, it's very amusing. I'm actually, I, I'm loving it. Um, I think it's hilarious. I guess we'll end it off for the individual members. Uh, myself, I have commissioned, uh, I have finished the commission suit for Wade the Hammer. It has been mailed out. Yay! So that's good. That's done. I am taking a little break right now from suit building till I get everything situated with Commission 3, which is the Chonk Master Spartan Superior, George. Oh, he's getting the turret, getting the backpack. He's getting the whole shabine. Um, and I am actually working on Delta's M7 caseless SMG. Uh, converts from the Halo 3 SMG to the Halo 3 ODST SMG. Pretty cool. I'll have some pictures on my Instagram stuff later on. Check that out. Now for the final piece on Sunday. So you know what's there? Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> We're gonna be having Colonial versus the Southern Regiment in another inner regimental game night, streaming live on Twitch. And that is Twitch.tv backslash 405th Halo. It's two H's. So 405th Halo, one word. We're gonna be going at it. You're going to have a couple perspectives from certain members this time where we're finding a lot of things. It's not going to be a chaotic mess, hopefully. So you just got to hop in, follow us. You can have a good time rooting on for Colonial <clears throat> or Southern. Um, but that's it. That's all we got right now for the 405th news. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get into the meat of it. Let's get to the juicy part. We're on topic today with the big news that dropped Thursday from... 343, I almost said Bungie, um, <laughs> from 343 about Halo Infinite. The dry spell is over. We're going to be getting news till Halo Infinite comes out monthly, guarantee monthly updates on Infinite. It may not be meta level, high level things. It could just be a little thing, but we're going to be getting some guaranteed juice once a month. So content creators, rejoice. You got some goodies. Um... So, and what's it about? It's about the sandbox, about the mechanics of the game. What's going on? What's going into it? What are we looking at? How are we moving? How are we shooting? Hey, wait a minute. This is starting to sound like an old school Halo game. Actually concerned about the little things, not one area in particular. <gasps> Could it be that we're getting Halo back? Oh my God. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to be a dork about that. Um, so they introduced the team in the beginning of the announcement, just who they are, how long they've been there, it, you know, it's kind of the dry stuff, but it's, it's traditional for, and when I say traditional, this is how 343 works, they give us more of the information we need about this, kind of, you know, who they are, because they are community folk too, they're Halo fans, so they, they you need to know who they are, instead of just sketches, or Unishek, or, you know, um, any, you know, Bonnie Ross, Frankie, all of them, you know. So, we're going to start off in, though, we had the images. The images that played throughout this whole update. I thought they were pretty awesome. You had a lot of old school Halo images show up in this. And with that, you had just, you know, Chief coming in atmosphere, Halo 3. The loadout of the Pelican, the Warthog, all the weapons that we had at the original time of the Sandbox. For Halo 3 with Chief sitting there. That's one of my most favorite images of all. Um, you also had in a, well, actually, UNSC person armory you didn't have Covenant. Halo 2's old multiplayer midship BR versus the sword, and you're just like, how I? I remember that image way too well when Halo 2 was out. It was like constantly used by Bungie. Um, I'm forgetting some of the other ones. <laughs> but we're going to get into it. So, first one off the gate was the BR-75, the, the revised battle rifle. So, the downgrade from the Halo 4, Halo 5 BR, more classic style. <laughs> looked freaking gorgeous. The, the amount of detail they went into it looked great. I love the color separation in there. But it wasn't like super defined color separation like Halo 2 Anniversary is. It was subtle, but it was there. And it looked really nice, the amount of detail. After that, we had the concept art for the grapple shots. Uh, 
and you know honestly we're all interested in this grapple shot you know now we got a little titanfall action happening up in halo but with it looked great gave you when it was give the grapple shot mounted to the chief's arm grapple shot by itself the hook extended out in a technical kind of situation it was pretty cool and really I, I thought it was a nice little little shout out to anyone trying to make a grapple shot now you know the cosplayers the modelers all that the new drop shield that we saw from the summer demo there that threw up that shield wall that was in there and it was pretty awesome i think i think it was pretty awesome to see it it, it looked just outstanding it reminds me of the old deployable cover from the covenant uh, more unsc style though so it could actually be considered unsc tech now um so we have that, and it's actually a really simple little shield, and we've already been talking about in the 405th about modeling it, making it a functional prop. So you, I'm thinking about trying to do it myself. So when you toe-tap it, boop, pops open. I mean, obviously no shield's going to come out because I don't have that kind of technology, and, you know, it's only the 21st century, not the 25th, 26th century. Uh <laughs> But overall, I mean, that's what we're looking at. Is that thing looks awesome? It just pops out, and, you know, and it's not overly complicated. It's a simple little piece of equipment. That look great. The needler. I have never seen a needler look so deep in color. On that purple or blue covenant design, they always have. It looks so good, so good. I'm just like, mm, I need that infinite needler. Next up was the Bulldog. So that new little uh, AA-12 Halo pump action, you know, do -do 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 -do, striker style shotgun. Well, you know, that, that actually was covered later on in the news too, which I thought was, was great. <laughs> that thing looks wicked fun. I want to build one so bad right now. It looks so cool. Uh, and they, they did showcase a lot of the weapons from the demo last summer. So, I mean, we're getting a little bit more defining colors, some defining looks, color separation, etc., etc. And it, it looks... I, I love it. I want to just pick it up in the game right now and just run to town with it. I love those kind of shotguns. And it, it's a pump action. Looking at it, it's still a pump action drum-fed shotgun. Um, we'll get into more details later on about that. Uh, that was actually a big spot in the news was the Bulldog. So, I'm looking forward to it. The commando showed up. So the new automatic actual, well, I would say an actual magazine fed shotgun was brought up. Or shotgun, assault rifle was shown. And it was definitely, definitely looking pretty sleek. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the new Hydra. The new Hydra showed up. That thing is on chunk level status it looks mean it looks awesome i'm liking the launchers coming back um you know halo 5 introduced the hydra and it was just lock on fire 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 then the hydra really didn't get used overly too much you know if you really looked at it, it did not get used that much in multiplayer except maybe if you're playing um well probably warzone turbo but I, I, my times playing, I didn't see it that much. I know, really, I didn't, never really saw it too, too much. Um, design looks great. Colors are pretty basic. There's a little bit of black, a little bit of gunmetal, a little bit of gray. It's simple, but it, it just it looks nicer and meaner. And I think that's uh, the kind of weapons that we need to go into the sandbox is something to show a little bit of aggression on the UNSC weapons. Now that we're if you read the book, a little bit pulling back because of everything with Cortana. So, I mean, that, that's pretty awesome in my book. And then, at the end of it all, you had the lovely MA-40, and it just looks great. You know, we already know about it. So, it's not really a big ordeal that it looks that way, but it just is. Um, and then at the end, you had the concept art that they showed it's obviously on zeta halo you can see the hexagon hills in the back you know you can see the the techie look it looks like it was a big battle or something big hit it 
the ground is cracked, there's steam or smoke pouring out of it, and it's in the woods, and you got three banshees. I looked for anything else, I didn't see it, maybe someone else did, but it was just three Halo 4, Halo 5 era banshees. Pretty cool stuff. I mean, I love seeing the concept art for Halo Infinite, and it, that was very nice. Very nice concept art. So that being said, we covered the generic stuff. We're going to roll right in now. The Sandbox team and its approach to Halo Infinite. And right now, their first thing they said right off the bat was this. We create weapons, vehicles, player mechanics, and systems that are intuitive and reward player mastery. We respect Halo's legacy by partnering with our players with the same honesty and integrity we use to craft our gameplay. That, I liked hearing. That was what we needed to hear. Because, in my book, Halo 5 Sandbox did not focus on the overall player aspect. It focused, but it didn't focus overall. It focused on being fast-paced, being dynamic, being competitive, being up to par with... Oh, one thing I forgot in Halo News is to, don't forget, they also launched something for a little behind the scenes. They tweeted about going on with the uh, Halo Championships. Sorry. <laughs> Completely forgot off track, but back to it now. So, we're going to be going on about... From there, they go into refining the Sandbox for Infinite. They're talking about the dance, player combat, and AI engagement thinking on your toes these are the things they are looking at and how you go from point a to point b how the combat interacts you know these kind of things it's they obviously i'm going to kind of give you an overview my thoughts i'm not going to be reading this stuff you all can go read it. it's on halo waypoint you want to go read word for word be my guest you want a summarization and opinions boom i'm your man i'm your guy what's up so from what i've read player combat, the engagements with the AIs or each other, and just the overall mechanics of traversing in-game play has been a pivotal part of Halo Infinite right now. I have seen it multiple times talked about how you're going to move, how you're going to attack, how you're going to fight. That's awesome. I mean, that's <laughs> was not really... I mean, verticality was a big thing in Halo Infinite. How you moved, how you were advanced, that was there, but it wasn't Oh, hey, this is our pinnacle point. Yada, yada. No, 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 man. You're just thinking of the overall how you're going to move. You're not thinking about how a player's going to float, ground pound, shift, and do all this stuff in the process. That's why some ridiculous advanced mechanics were brought up later on, and it was definitely proven in Halo Infinite. So, what we're looking at from there, um, I'm having a little bit of a <laughs> whoop. Oh, I remember now. So the, that's the kind of stuff they were covering, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, absolutely awesome. And uh, what we're going to be talking about next is the tools of engagement section that they declared it as. The tools of engagement simply come out to weapon damage types. Someone's probably going, what the heck are weapon damage types? Well, back in the day, the plasma rifle in Halo CE actually could stun you. So if you went around in a circle around somebody, you would stun them, and they would turn slowly. Plasma would destroy shields and HP because plasma is plasma. It's superheated. You know, it's, it's superheated. Of course it's going to rip through it. But they're not saying that, oh, that's what it's going to do. This is something from old school days. Plasma would just defeat the living daylights out of any of our shielding. So plasma is going to affect shielding. Kinetic weapons are going to affect health, this and that. They're saying this is the kind of stuff you're going to be getting. So that's what they're talking about. They were developing more of is how certain weapons do certain things, you know. And then from there, they go into the lone wolf. You know how we all get mad at our teams and we just say, you know, fuck it. I'm going to be going in all out by myself. They're thinking about how to balance uh, how the player starts with weapons, their basic traits, their tools, their weapons. It's there so they can stop the scavenging for the good weapon, so to speak. So you're by yourself. You want to go hunt down a sniper rifle or, a, um, well, a sniper or rocket 
any of the power weapons. You, you're not running around hunting those things down. You're, you're going to start out with a decent set of weapons that you can engage by yourself. Um, and that's what we're going to be going then from there. Then they say connected to actions. So they rebuilt a lot of the controls so everything feels quote-unquote frictionless. They're, you can adjust your, your PC, mouse, and keyboard settings, your controller settings, so everything is smooth and more dynamic and better set for you, the player. Not based around a clunky system that says, here's your thing, go. Um, prime example, if you go into MCC and you look at your control settings, I, I had a little controller issue lately, so this is how I know, you're going to see a lot more things such as, you know, oh, you can set Halo 2 to be original, but you can set Halo 4 to be Universal Recon. That's that's basically where we're coming at is, or well, 343 is coming from, is that they're trying to have it so you have full control over your controls, your actions. Everything you do in Infinite is your ability as the player, not set by 343, but for you. And then the last thing they come into on that is survivability. Survivability is one that I never thought I, I would see mentioned in a Halo ever. And they're talking about the damages, the energy shield drain, shield recharge, your max shield value. Making that solo player really does feel like a Spartan. You know, they're going in feeling like a walking tank. They're durable, they're all this, and they have these shields for that reason. Those are things I thought were just the creme de la creme on the whole thing. It's awesome to see that the sandbox team is thinking of these little things for us the player because really at the end of the day they're like us and they want to have a blast while doing it so i thought that was just some pretty cool information so we roll into from there i'm um, talking about the basics of the sandbox into the equipment um drop shield was obviously the one mentioned it's the equipment that was shown first outside the grapple shot and, you know, basically what they're saying is it's a defensive weapon, yes, but what can it do more in experienced hands? You know, that I thought was a cool thing is they're looking at as a beginner player, you know, because we know with the PC we're going to have new Halo players now. People that never really got to play mainline Halo, it's coming to PC. So you're going to have those kind of folk. Then you're going to also have the people like you or myself who are the experienced people of Halo who have played either since the beginning or, or fall into the three genres I've talked about. How about that? The three generations. One and two, three in reach, and then four and five. You got those generations of players. So now we're gonna, they're talking about how that's going to affect it in everyone's hands, how everything plays out. Then we're going to be talking about how the equipment how this it's just i don't know it's so cool to see that they're actually even mentioning the fact of the equipment will not will work similar between campaign and the multiplayer aspect so there might be some differences in certain parts of equipment so maybe how much you can use it or you know just what it does overall maybe it, maybe the drop shield's stronger in campaign and has a longer duration than a multiplayer which which honestly would make sense to me um being that a campaign it's different compared you know to story compared to multiplayer you got to have a lot of balancing so the gameplay is more entertaining um that to me i thought was really cool information about it halo needs that kind of stuff where we get a little bit more of an understanding then they went into the vehicles my favorite line out of it was we saw that warthog with the sweet dress and the sick jumps because that's a warthog I'm like, yep, yep, that, that is a Warhog. That is exactly what we do. We always try to do it. And I, you know, they just went a very generic thing, how they did this, they're working on this. But they gave something interesting in how the interactions in the game world differ with vehicles that are probably better for it. So something with a lot of tough terrain and maybe fallen trees. You're going to want the Warthog because it's higher. It's got better axles. You know, it, it's an off-road vehicle. And in flat surface areas with a little bit of water, you might want the Ghost. And if you're trying to get past a, uh, a banished outpost, I think they said, you, you want a, a Banshee. They'll fly in, drop and go, things like that. 
that is pretty cool um, that they even considered giving that information in the aspect of I don't think we've ever had something in the Halo sandbox that gives that much dynamic understanding of vehicle working you know what I mean we've never had it in a situation where Halo can give you a full conceptual working parabola of of what we have so when you're saying you have an off-road vehicle like a warthog and it can go over trees fallen trees and heavier areas that's pretty cool based on its height now what about a mongoose a mongoose is an off-road vehicle too but you know that those are the questions that i kind of rose up in my head of so if you have all these floating online you know floatable gravity defying vehicles are they all better in flat areas or is it better to go over here because like Halo 2, the Spectre could climb everywhere. But again, too, Halo 2 sandbox is far different and on a certain tech compared to uh, Halo Infinite will be. But, you know, that's, that's what you're looking at is they go on more in-depth things about some other vehicles later on. And vehicles, <laughs> it's pretty cool that they're giving us more, a little bit more of the vehicles have this function in the sandbox. That's that's just awesome. So and then they go on the damage types. They didn't get into Halo Infinite specifically. You know, they talked about how plasma affects shields. Kinetic can do this. So we don't know the full array yet of all the damage types out there in Halo Infinite. And so we're looking at it. They said, okay, if they had this in Halo 4, right? A DMR versus a light rifle. A DMR is a kinetic bullet. A light rifle is hard light. So with that being said, you'd have to figure the difference between what damage does a hard light do versus the damage of a kinetic bullet. And obviously we know, in real life, <laughs> bullets go through flesh better. Uh, so it's a multitude of things you got to look at with that when designing these damages, so to speak, of what does what, what has better over this. Now, it, that's not to say they're trying to make the damages understandable, simple. Um, it just, I guess, uh, sustainable? I think, yeah, sustainable for these things. So that way, when any player picks up a game, they pick up a battle rifle, they get, okay, I, I aim at that head, I just keep drilling, I'm going to do it. Or, you know, back in Halo 2, noob combo, plasma pistol, drop the shield, battle rifle for the headshot. It, it, it goes along those things. You could actually correspond those. Now, we're not saying dual wielder or this or that, because that, that dynamic is long gone. Long gone. Um... <clears throat> Sorry. So then we're going to turn around and look at those. Now, they're making it so it doesn't dedicate a weapon, so it's a play, you know, a, a play style, per se, a class, or a, a quote-unquote power level. It, so you're not looking at, oh, well, this banished plasma rifle will do X damage over Y time, you know, so it's actually more of plasma rips through shield, kinetic drills through unshielded opponents, we, you know, etc., etc. Um, it, they mentioned it in the in the update. If you had a shotgun style weapon, so let's say you have the mangler, or well, let's say how about this you have a mauler, it's probably kinetic. You have a shotgun like the bulldog, that's kinetic. Now, each one's different, each one's gonna do whatever, but they're still gonna have the same end result, they're gonna kill the opponent. Obviously, shotgun at close range, you're, yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of common sense. And we noticed that too with the carbine back in the day, where it was the carbine, you just drilled it through someone's head, and it could drop them pretty quick because it's a plasma. Well, it's actually radioactive, but it's in the plasma category of the covenant. So, what's it do to shields? It eats them away. You could usually pop off. An opponent pretty quick with a carbine and a battle rifle but the difference is you, you look at it in this aspect of the carbine is superheated radiation that basically dissolves a shield versus three shots and three bullets in a single pull so the damage given is pretty much equal I know you could four shot someone with a carbine same as you could four shot somebody with a battle rifle that just it's just how it works. That's kind of the dynamic they're looking at in the sandbox of this weapon could do a more if you do body shots. 
compared to B weapon does more on or less on body shots. That's how it kind of is. They, they give it up as in the fact of they they don't want the weapons to be this class or this class or this classification. It's more a weapon is needed to feel diverse even if it has the same kind of damage type. So a carbine versus a plasma car or whatever. Plasma carbine, plasma repeater, you know, the new one. Or a shotgun versus a scatter shot. You know, th that's your damage that you're looking at. Of, even though they're different, they should still, or, sorry, that's actually not comparable. Let's say the Bulldog to the M90 shotgun. Really powerful shotgun versus drum-fed, you know, shotgun. We're going to look at those and differences. They're the same type. They get the same thing done. Maybe it takes three pulls of a Bulldog compared to one pull of an M90. You know, that that's what they're getting at is... It's going to be the same kind, but you're going to feel a difference in each weapon, you know. And then the um, 343 proceeded to go on with the Bulldog itself. Uh, they found that people were getting more into the fast line CQC kind of combat compared to staying back at a distance, pegging everything with a battle rifle, just like it was back in Halo 3. Or, you know, in the DMR, when it was added in Reach and also in Halo 4. They noticed this fact of, yeah, you're getting up close, and they wanted to feel you got something that may be less powerful, um, yet you, it's more readily available, I guess you could say. Um, at least that's what they said in there. It's ready available. And with that, too, you're also getting a weapon that is a rapid fire and dish out multiple shots quickly. So think about it. If you're running in on coagulation compared to the shotgun, which was bang, Pump, bang, pump, bang, pump. You would actually get more of a bang, 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 reload. So you could actually go in, clear out a whole base, get the flag, get out, get in a warhog, and go back to your base. Now that's a long trek and very dangerous trek as it is. So those are just like kind of the premise. And they were going over, and I think it's cool they spotlighted the Bulldog this time. A new shotgun replacing our old classic M90 or M45. And it was needed to better understand it. Because everyone was just kind of, oh, it's a pump-action shotgun like a striker or whatever from Call of Duty. Yay! Looking at the weapon or standing what the weapon can do. I think it's going to bring some, some, not all, of the Halo community to understand it. Just a little bit more uh, intuitively before we get into, you know, flights or betas or day ones, all that kind of stuff. Now, they did go on about the live updates that is expected. Um, the sandbox game full out is ready for it. You know, they have been writing things down for meta changes since day one. And they've been working on it in every aspect they do, every test they're updating, every trial they're updating. It's just constant... This team is developing us Halo. This team is also the one that is going to have to keep everything going when it launches, being it's a 10-year project. And so they said, you know, okay, they got the meta changes. Uh, notes since day one, right? So okay, that's cool. Provide monthly patch notes to the community once the game launch, launches. So that translates to, like, Bungie's hotfixes if you play Destiny. Except it's going to be monthly. They're going to be on top of it. They're going to make sure Halo flows and play, you know, functions and moves. All that stuff is like that for us, the community. Not for, oh, here's a hot fix. I hope it works. Oh, your gun's broken? Tough luck. You know, like kind of like how Bungie's been kind of pushing this off when we do it. Uh, and what we're looking at then is now 343's just flat out saying they're looking over the data on anything. Weapons, environment, vehicle, any bug, any issue they're getting. And they're reviewing it to get it turned around quicker so the game experience doesn't suffer. I don't know about anyone out there, but in the 17 years of me playing Halo, and especially Halo on Xbox Live, there has never 
been that much dedication to making sure the game is functioning well fast enough. Bungie would take months, if not longer, to get an update done, to fix something. They're like, oh, well, yeah, well, well, they're more focused on their next project than keeping the project they have currently alive. This is what I meant before when 10-year project on one thing is going to be more beneficial to a company than 10 projects in one year. So you're not going to be burnt out from going boom to boom to boom to boom, next project, next project, next project. It's going to be that 10 years, we have data management, we have to keep going on this, update, update. So you might see a, a 250 megabyte update just to fix something with the bulldog, right? Yeah, couldn't think of how I was going to try and say drop shield. Um, <clears throat> so... And then, you know, questions were asked, oh, hey, how's, how busy, what's, what's the, the team doing? Right off the bat, they, Quinn came in and he's like, we are super busy. We are super busy day by day. They are bug fixing daily since day one for kickoff. So when the game comes out in, I'm, and like I said, November, November 16th, I'm saying November 16th, when Halo Infinite releases, it's free to play. It's on everyone's Xbox, on the Game Pass. We're going at it, and it is just a multiplayer crazy time. Or, if you're like me, you'll be on the campaign. Because that story best be good. I'm more worried about the story than multiplayer anymore. <laughs> so, when, when they proceeded to do that, they, they were talking about... <clears throat> they were proceeding to... Oh, all right. So they're proceeding to go on about all the data, giving the feedback, giving ASAP, just everything. You know, that's what we need for a Halo game is just bam, 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 right down the line. No stopping, constant, constant checks on this. Um, then they went into the PC aspect because now Halo launching day one on PC via your Game Pass Ultimate. Or, even now, too, it's going to be a free-to-play, and we're going to cover that at the end of the um, podcast. I kind of have a couple notes on that. So, MCC, the big one, our lovely development fuba of Halo dropping in on PC, man. And, you know, it helped out so much for the uh, Infinite team to understand what they have to do for day one launch. So that way it makes it a more top tier, I think it was the word, yeah, top tier play style for anyone that they, that's their hope. They're hoping that Halo Infinite is a top tier play on PC for all those players. And then they also made a side note of every day they're playing on the PC, every day they are testing this PC to the max because they had so many problems with like Halo 2. Halo Reach, they had issues with 3. I actually had a controller issue um, just the other day, and it wasn't showing up or detecting. I had to set all my defaults prior to going into multiplayer. It is MCC, the porting the way the game is, because games remain for 360, have changed, you know, etc. We've all talked about it. We've beaten it to death with a horse. We get it. But that's the thing, is with the Halo experience that 343 is gunning for in infinite this is what we need to have we're hoping for an overall a non-stop action pace game you know and they're right now they're working constantly with the new equipment and the new vehicles which i heard i saw a couple and i'm kind of i think i know which one they were talking about on another part but they go on to say you know ask the question what is your favorite weapon or vehicle in Halo Infinite at this time. Quinn simply just popped off well with something not shown, but it's old with a new paint job. I'm thinking that brute skiff. Because it reminds me, you know, the prowl the old prowler from Halo 3, the one now that has the open bay. That's what I'm thinking it is. It's got a new paint job. Okay. That or we got a gun goose. Gun goose me all day long, man. That thing it's over overpowered as all hell but it's fun too uh, <laughs> so Tim and Elaine uh, yeah Ellen Elaine yeah whatever I words today eh. 
they're both up with the grapple shot just because the maneuverability, the getting to the high vantage points, it's it's really cool. So, you know, they're they're all in for the new grapple shot. I'm kind of in for the grapple shot, honestly. It looked like, ooh, you know, Spider Chief, Spider Chief, Spider Chief will kick your ass. <laughs> um, so, and then it goes on down to David, and his big response was the Ravenger. Now, if you don't know, the Ravenger was that gun that Chief picked up from one of the Jump Jack Brutes. Kind of had an arcing shot um, of red energy. The Ravenger in Halo Wars was the anti-air unit. So, that was a big one. Um, namely, it's a denial playstyle he used it as. And it's a unique launcher-style platform. So, we, we all have, you know, we know the Spanker's in there probably. You know, we're going to have the Hydra because we've seen that. So, a unique Covenant launcher has not really been a big deal since Reach when the uh, Plasma launcher, you know, and you just hear that volley up, you're hoping you weren't locked on. I know a couple times I'd turn a corner booking it like a maniac going, oh man, I'm going to die. But, uh, and Brian, the last one, he was... He's like, oh, the Warhog, the GOAT, the the main OG, but I'm more loving the vehicle that's a mix between a Warthog and a Scorpion. Now, I kind of ran through a little bit in my head on Halo Wars stuff. Um, I, I think it was... Was it called the Jackal? Um, you know, why don't we find out really quick? Why don't we walk down this road... And find out together really quick, cause you know it's gonna bug me all night long if I don't don't look it up right now. Um, not the jackal, it's not the Wolverine. I mean, Wolverine's what the, the little A, you know, unit there. So, uh, Halo Wars UNSC vehicles. How about that, right? Why don't we try that? It's gonna bug me. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> so, what we got here? We got There's the Scorpion. Oh, oh, there it is. That's what I'm looking at. And that is the Cobra. That's what it is. So, if they're talking about the basic drop-down, lock-out kind of... Because, it, remember, it was a vehicle that could drop out into a lockdown, uh, per se. I'm kind of hoping it is... Is that? Because that would be really cool. Because then you could have basically a... What's the word I'm trying to figure out? If it is the Cobra, you're basically going to have a mobile railgun turret in multiplayer. Talk about base defense, man. That is ridiculous. And, you know, because we already know about a Condor. They mentioned the Condor in July. When we were going over it. So, I don't think there's anything else that's like a tank. Other than... We get the Lockdown. But that's the full-out Scorpion. You got the Kodiaks. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that's popping in my head right now is going to be that Cobra. And, uh, you know, think of it. You got It's like a mixture of a Warthog and a Scorpion tank. So, right there alone, you know it's a Halo concept art, Halo Wars concept art that did not make it into the game. Well, there's that. I mean, there is a Wolverine. I'd be okay with AA units, too, which would mean that maybe a Locust would have to come into play. So, just, it, it's kind of... Oh, wait, Locust is an AA. So, yeah, you would actually see a real Ravager. Like, the actual Banished Ravager. So, I mean... It's a possibility. It's all speculation. None of it is factual because we don't know for sure if that's the case. When they say a warhog and a scorpion, I got two in my head. I'm thinking turret with warhog wheels or wheel with turrets, which are treads. I mean, you know, that'd be kind of fun at the same time. So we'll just we'll just we'll just roll with that thought. Then you know, it could be the cobra. If it's the cobra, fuck yeah. <laughs> throwing those Halo Wars things in there on us and that's that's exciting uh, honestly to me and we don't know what it is fully yet and if it's the Cobra I know a lot of people are going to lose their mind over it because yeah um 
So after that, they went into their closing to the community. Hey, thanks from the team. This is what we're hoping to pursue, commit, and get to you on uh, in, the, in the future of Halo Infinite development and Inside Infinite in the further months to come. So that's awesome that the Sandbox team is dedicated enough to go over their own well, BS, I guess you could say, but it's not. Um, so, then they did a couple of tales from the trenches during the development. You know, those I don't want to read on stream, so that's kind of something if you want to go to Halo Waypoint and read it, that was pretty cool. This last part, this last part, I'm like, oh, dance with, with hunters. This is going to be entertaining. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's not entertaining. It actually now starting to make me worry about hunters again. I hated hunters back in the day. I'm like, oh, Hunter, sidestep, bang, sidestep, bang, sidestep, bang. You got a thruster pack in Halo 4, sidestep, thrust, go forward, shotgun. You, you take them out every time. You know, they're like, oh, typical encounter, two Hunters in a metal area on Zeta Halo, yada, yada, yada. I go, I sidestep, I turn, Hunter's looking right at me. Okay. The Hunter was already looking at you before you can get your shot off. That's not cool. Did it again. Except this time he got a face full of fuel rod from the second hunter. And had to run for cover. That is awesome. The hunters now are faster and smarter. That terrifies me in some way. I would say it's the whole colony thing from Halo Wars 2 there. But that's just my personal opinion. So what we're gonna do then? If they're talking about it, he had a grapple shot, so he used the used the grapple shot to help maneuver around, get the higher ground, get the drop on the hunters, and take one out. Obviously, the second one raged because that was a new deal. Because that's so much fun. Second hunter raged. It went after him. He did the whole dance around the dance around the hunter, get away from the hunter, got that second hunter down. That was the coolest thing I've read. In a long time about something happening in Halo that we have not yet seen. It's going to be intense. These hunters are going to be harder to kill, which probably means brutes are harder. Grunts, you know, grunts may just go suicidal if you kill a grunt now. And that, that right there means they're they're taking on the the real persona of the Banish, what the Banish are, not just the we're the Banish, we're here to kill you. Yay. E-O-D-S-T drops. That was my trick. I had ODST drop on like everything. And if you landed it on the base and didn't have a shield, it did a lot of damage. Um, <laughs> so, I think it's going to be an enjoyable endeavor. So, going through the whole review on my thoughts, I am personally, I am excited to hear these changes to the sandbox. I am not, I'm a little skeptical because of 343's history on trying new things. But you know what? They, they have gotten a little extra time now to polish it out, refine it, and make it really what it's supposed to be. Like, not what we want, what their vision is, what Halo Infinite really should be. With a couple things I'm not sure on. I'm a little worried for the PC people because it's been kind of a strikeout here and there on MCC. So we'll find out. Uh, the. <clears throat> Sorry, my mouth is dry again. The live updates, I mean, if they stick to it, Halo Infinite is not going to turn out to be a game like Bungie. Not with this whole, oh, we're going to sunset this, or oh, we're going to update this. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. That's stupid. You know, it's poor business. It's, you know, it's poor commitment to your community. But this is Bungie. And they have a awful track record on doing that. Granted, they can make good games. But their community involvement is pretty shitty in my book. So, you know, damage types. I'm digging it. I love, I love the plasma rifle in Halo 1. Because all you had to do was go counterclockwise... And hit them with the plasma rifle, and they would die because they couldn't move. The plasma pistol could do a serious amount of damage when it was charged. Each charge shot would hurt like a son of a gun. 
and it could kill you if you didn't have a shield on. Okay. You know, now, now we're talking kinetic damage, now possibly a hard light, if there's any Promethean weapons. Which, you know Prometheans are going to show up somewheres. Um, the Bulldog thing, I thought was pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to that shotgun. I think it's going to be uh, a fun little sucker to have around. And, and the focus... Their focus into the different breakdowns and stances in Halo, quote-unquote, of how dynamic it is in combat diversity and changing the combat dance... That's awesome. That's all good stuff. That's that's just, um, I guess in the objective standpoint, that's where I'm gonna stand. And in subjective, it's looking good. You now everything, both sides of my coins are looking good for this right now. It's a good, powerful update. It's just a normal read though. Get puts a good smirk on my face. Didn't really get the hype train like you yeah, you yeah, get aboard. It was like nice. Nice. Warm up the motor. <laughs> so we might have more. And oh, one thing was noted in there. More information is going to be given out to us. Like big, big breaking news in the summer. Of course, it's in the summer. E three, all these other things. We're gonna get the big breaks then. So don't expect to get. Hey, here's your multiplayer review. Boom. In two months. It's going to be, here's another update on Infinite, here's another update on Infinite, here's what we're going to do in MCC, da-da-da-da-da. Summer, they might drop a little teaser in the in the spring, you know, because sometimes they do that. Sometimes companies just, like, a little teaser in the spring, you know. And then probably come in June, we're going to get just, boom, Halo Infinite, how you doing? <laughs> so, I, I think it's going to be... A nice little thing to keep the community at bay with these updates. I mean, I've been chomping at the teeth, you know, just, oh, I need it, I need it, I need it. Um, so, that, that, that's, yeah. A uh, couple side notes that I did mention in the podcast. Now, when they say they're changing up this dance thing, like with Hunters, that is actually scary. I mean, Hunters actually are not that big of a concern anymore, even if you play Halo 5. It's like, oh, okay, Hunter. Oh, my God, Hunter. Whatever. It's a Hunter. They suck. Now, the vehicle thing. Now, when they said BTB 2.0, when we covered it last week, it's going to be more vehicle more vehicle combat focused. You drop a Cobra in there, that's going to be insane. You know, imagine a Condor, even. It's, their focus has my mind just... Just turning faster. It's not an overdrive. It's not like trying to decipher a world premiere kind of deal. It's just, it's there. You know, it's that's the thing. It's there to give to us. You know, and with the PC aspect, like I said, I'm worried about them still, but I'm not too worried because they've kind of they still have MCC till when Infinite launches to really dicker with. And I think it'll turn out all right, you know. Oh, I remembered now. I remembered. Recently, they were talking about changing the subscription charges to the Xbox platform. So, you know, boosting it up, getting rid of this, doing that. Well, they had to fix it. They fucked up big time. So, obviously, that all went on. And then they said all free-to-play games do not need Xbox Live Gold. Oh, dude, that is big, big news. That means anybody can just grab Infinite and play it since it's free-to-play. That is awesome because they've already announced that. They already said Halo Infinite is a free-to-play platform. You can't really bitch about that. You can't complain about that. That means more faces, new people, and we get to just go at it. That is by far what Halo needs right now at this point in time. It's not a subscription block. It needs to be open doors. Come on in. Let's get it on. That was what I forgot about. That is going to be so exciting to have happen. And I'm going to be here waiting and willing to go at it with anybody who wants to go. If my internet ever gets better. <laughs> so that, that was it. That's all I forgot. 
So, back on what I was talking about. Um, again, 343 has proven us differently in the past. So, we, we're looking at a lot of good things coming in. February's, you know, knocking at the door. We're going to be moving into another month. First month of 2021, a little bit rough. Won't lie, it's rough. But we got some news, folks. We're getting something. Let's start laying off. Let's start trying to create something out of it all. And really read the stuff. Don't go to a YouTuber or myself. We're all opinions. You know, we're all subjective views here, mostly. Or objective views, too. So when we're getting to the point of Halo Infinite is getting closer... That's when you want to see more news. That's when the bits are going to chop. This marketing is not insane like it was with Halo 5, but this marketing is well-planned, it seems now. It's in more control than what we've ever had. So, from... I guess we're going to say the topic overall, you're going to get an 8 out of... You're going to get about a 7.5 out of 10 on it. You know, it's good update and all that, but it's nothing like, too, like, woohoo, I drink, let's go. It's like, hmm, very nice. I'm excited. And then that's all you can do. Just, mm, I'm excited. And you look away. <laughs> so, we got that. 405 stuff, you know, it's looking good. People are being busy. We're getting new members. Getting new members in. We're trying to help them out, understand how they can get into a regiment. Because um, when you get into regiments, you really can join a lot more events. Especially, like, the, the Twitch stuff. Um, we're looking to try and keep that in there. So, and if you are excited about these and you want to print Halo props, you know, the 405th does have some free Halo prop, Halo Infinite prop files that, uh, Turbo made. Go and grab them, you're a member. Print it off for yourself, man. Or, or Gale, I mean, you know. I, I want to do the Commando Rifle really, really bad. Or the Mangler. On the Witch. So we had that coming in. Uh, I'm going to drop a couple images, ask some questions on opinions on certain weapons that showed up in this update. Uh, feel free to answer them. We're going to answer that next week. I'll go over that next week in the first beginning of the episode. And, you know, we'll just go from there and see what happens. So, other than that, don't forget tomorrow night at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern... It's going to be Colonial versus the Midwest. Uh, I said Midwest. Colonial versus the Southern Regiment in another Regiment battle. Another Regiment game night. Get it on. We got, we're got. we not pushing too hard into uh, Halo CE. Everyone's like, well, the spawns suck for big teams. This is that. Uh, it's Halo 1, though, man. <laughs> I wanted to beg for it, but I agree at the same time. So we're going Halo 2 all the way up to Halo 4 on MCC. We're going to be rocking it two games of each. So two uh, Halo 2, two Halo 2 Anniversary, two Halo 3, two Reach, and two 4. So we're gonna, that's what the game plan for the night is. We're going for about three hours. So make sure you come check us out. We're going to have a couple people streaming directly onto the 405th page. We might have some others streaming out. We don't know. Details are unclear at this time, but they will be rectified. <laughs> Make sure you check us out, guys. And gals, you're going to have a great time watching it. And that's it for the news for that we got recently. If you have any questions, any comments, or ideas, feel free to drop me a message at any of my social medias. The easiest one to do is go to my link tree. It's linktree backslash mh or yeah, MH underscore cosplay and you're going to get everything you know you're going to have my discord you're going to have my twitter you're going to have my instagram the link to the cryptum you know, we're going to have all these things going on and that's what it's all about man you guys can go you can talk to me you can answer questions you can be mentioned in the podcast you can even be on it eventually so just keep that in mind um, don't forget, if you're a Halo 5 player, it's Roaming King and Warzone Turbo. And if you're on MCC, get your rocket race on. It's a rocket race. It's always fun with a rocket race. So, that's it for this episode of The Cryptum, everyone. 
Thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Mike. And as always, I'll see you on the next drop.